Hi there, this is Amanda and you are listening to The Vining Perspective. Today is a daily drop. Dailies are typically between 5 and 10 minutes and are focused around thought leadership, inclusive to RevOp, sales, senior leadership, and business development. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. I am going to be honest here. I actually had written out a talk track for this podcast and I freaking lost it. I have no idea where I put it and I thought it was pretty fire. So I'm really annoyed that I lost it. But you know what? Sometimes the ones that come straight from the hip are the ones that resonate most. So I'm just going to go for it anyway. But I'm doing a leadership one today and it's actually going to be about, you know, some of my own pet peeves and experiences that I have had when I've been being led. But also one of the things that I think is a foundation to getting people to really follow your vibe and leadership if you are doing this even in hard times. So first and foremost, the topic is going to be around how to inspire commitment, not consensus. I think that a lot of leaders think that like the key to success is to get people to be have a consensus so that if they all agree to the same notion or strategy, then that will mean that the strategy is easily executed and that people row in the same direction of success so that they are doing that. And I feel that that's something that's easy to do. Like I can tell people what I want them to do, but it's very different if I tell them or if I allow them to create that narrative for themselves because then they're committed to a strategic plan that they are then going to execute as a unit. So you can tell people to do something because you want to tell them to do something or you can spend the extra energy to allow them to come to that decision on their own. And I think that a lot of really strong leaders do this well, uh, and some leaders do this not so well. So what I mean by that is that you often see this in like a workshop environment at work. So you'll end up workshopping a scenario that clearly the leader probably has an inclination of what they want to do, and you're going into that knowing that, or you're in a position where maybe, maybe you have a leader that is actually going to be empowered by the people within the organization to tell them what they should do, and they're looking for that themselves. So I'm one of those people who drives me crazy when I know there's already a decision made. It's like, okay, if we know without a, a shadow of a doubt that that's what we're getting to because it's so guided and it's so obvious, then be transparent about that and workshop the why behind it rather than the notion that it's going to change. But if it's one that is really up for discussion, I really love those type of exercises because it allows you to collaborate with your peers in a way that can drive consensus, but more importantly, drive commitment. Because if you see that your peers are passionate and like-minded, or you challenge each other's way of thinking, or you uncover the challenges of what you're going to come up against, you will be much more prolific in how you can actually invoke change and make more radical decision making, right? So as an example of this recently, I did a workshop where I wasn't quite sure where I was going. I knew my where my mind was leaning on a pretty radical transformation within our business. And I engaged all the people that I thought would be most difficult in potentially doing that. But I, I kind of had in my head, I might want to go there. But more importantly, I was like, I don't know, like maybe there's like stuff that I'm not thinking of that should really prohibit me from going here. Or if my people who I trust completely are going to tell me that this is the wrong decision, I'm going to believe them and I won't make that decision. So I workshop something and I didn't give them like a grandiose, this is where we're going or set that narrative. I wanted them to create the narrative themselves and split into three groups, which is so fun to be able to do that on Zoom. And I couldn't believe how much the three groups 
essentially like had come to a consensus on their own. They're smart people. They see it. They get it. And all came to the same point. They took the emotion completely out of something that could have been emotional and they got to the same place. And I very quickly realized after that, based off of the further conversations that I've had, that not only is there consensus, which is cool because it's less friction for me, but more importantly, there's commitment. Like people are already now turning on the strategic side of their brain to say, if we do that, we can do this and we can do this and we can do this. So I'm not only not having to fight against an uphill battle of not wanting the change or fighting the change, they're leaned into the change because they're committed to the change and they believe in the change so much so that they're being strategic and they're being really intelligent about the positive of what that change could bring. So my point to you is that if you want to be a good leader, you shouldn't ever think, oh, I need consensus. I need people to agree with me. I need to sell them on my story. You transform into a great leader when you are able to maybe influence a narrative, maybe have your bigger picture ideas make sense, but more importantly, that you lead a group of individuals that you respect their intelligence and you have a complete understanding of their integrity and their ability and you actually allow them to speak on it and believe it and be present for it itself. And then they are committed because they are the ones who will do the great work and the meaningful work and they will drive that change into the future. You make such a bigger impact when you do it that way. So that is essentially my two cents is that in, in leadership and in leaders that I work with and that I work for that I admire and inspire me, they always drive that they are not focused on like, this is your future and you all must have consensus. They create a commitment to it because we believe it, because we work toward it and because we were part of the decision. And in maybe years past, I didn't always want to take that extra time because it is time consuming to truly drive commitment among your people. But it's always worth that extra time because the battle that you'd have to go through or that uphill battle is completely eliminated. And you see so quickly, oh my gosh, these people are here and they're the ones who are going to drive this change. And they're so committed to this change. So that is my two cents. But in a nutshell, uh, great leaders drive commitment, not consensus. Have a good one, everyone. 